Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time for the most average podcast ever. It's Zach. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. And the news. I want winners. I want people that want to win. All right, the masses have asked for it. We've been gone a long time, but there is some news in the NFL, which means that there's going to be some fantasy news as well. But you also have to remember that uh, we talked to our program director. We have talked to the people out there, and we are no longer going to be 100% fantasy football. We'll talk some football. We'll talk some other sports when need be. But for today... An emergency podcast was needed because some big names, major names in the NFL have swapped teams, have moved around a little bit, implications for quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, offenses, fantasy football nerds like us, the whole deal. It's all in play right now. So with that said, we bring in the nose as we normally do. Zach and the nose podcast at Spencer nose on Twitter. N O S E. The nose is sitting here with me. Nose has been a long time. I miss you. I'm glad you're back here with me. It is wonderful to be back. I had some major withdrawals from this studio. I've had anxiety not seeing you every Wednesday or when we tape during the week before we post our fantasy podcast. And I'm glad you're back here. I feel more comfortable and I feel like a whole person again. And it's the right time to be back because right now we have some major, major dropping news over the last two days. It's Free unbelievable. is here. And yes, there are major fantasy implications. So it's not too soon to discuss it. It's not too soon to have a little football conversation. We have to have football year-round because, quite honestly, the NBA and the NCAA basketball, it's wonderful, and we're getting into a great Absolutely. time. Absolutely. It's March, so that stuff is coming around. NBA playoffs are around the corner, but it's amazing what happens when something happens in free agency or something happens with teams with trades, and we have certainly seen that in the last 24 to 48 hours, and we've seen stuff happen in the last week also with another big-name wide receiver. But let's start with this. Odell Beckham Jr., let's start there because Odell Beckham Jr. was traded yesterday from the New York football giants to the Cleveland Browns for a first-round pick, a third-round pick, and Jabril Peppers, the safety. And now that Cleveland Browns offense looks amazing on paper. I'm talking video game amazing offense. Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., Antonio Galloway, uh, Nick Chubb, the potential of uh, Kareem Hunt, David Njoku. This is a team which is very scary now looking at pay- on paper as an NFL team, an NFL offense. Baker Mayfield's got to be jumping for joy. But what does this mean in not just the NFL world, but for us in the fantasy NFL world overall? Odell Beckham Jr., a top three, top two wide receiver in the league the last couple of years since he's been in the league. But now... With so many weapons on that offense, does it hurt Odell Beckham Jr. to be on the Browns right now if you're a fantasy owner? Well, first off, Cleveland, you deserve this, okay? You deserve this. It, you, the, the running joke of all the quarterbacks that they've had starting over the years and the people with the jerseys that they literally couldn't keep all the names on the back of those jerseys, 
Cleveland fans, congratulations, because you have the most exciting offense, or at least you're right now up there with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Rams. You have one of the most dynamic players in the NFL. So kudos to you guys. You're going to actually have fun on your Sundays. I'm, I'm jealous. As a Dolphins fan, I'm totally jealous when I see that and when I saw this whole thing happen. And my brother is a diehard Giants fan, I think still crying from yesterday. I don't care what the compensation was for Odell Beckham Jr. If you're a Giants fan, I know Will Manso also is another guy that's a huge Giants fan down here. I mean, visibly through Twitter, hurt. They're butthurt. They are. They can't move. I don't know if my brother's going to leave the house today, and Will Manso might honestly retire from TV at this point. Okay, so here's how I, you know, my quick take, that is not the fantasy angle, but my quick take on this is, is the Giants fans need to take a step back, take a deep breath. Maybe you could have gotten more, maybe, and maybe you didn't have to pay him that $21 million. Crazy. Which is just... $90 million extension less than a year ago. Correct. But that being said, he was one player... He was always cocky. He was always a problem. You can't forget what he did on the sidelines. He was a problem in the locker room. And if you believe that players are a problem in the locker room that make, you know, overall take the organization down, then he's got to be on one of the top of your list. So in a time where they're likely going to draft a quarterback in the first round and that quarterback's going to take a year to develop under Eli, how many more years are are they going to, uh, you know, wait on Odell or – you know what? It just made sense to me in terms of what they're trying to do in terms of resetting. And yeah, again, I don't love what the package they got and he's so great, but I think, uh, I'm, I don't mind the move despite, you know, the 21 million that they paid. Sure. For sure. No, anyway. if, you're, if you're a giants fan, you're probably pissed off today, but if you look at the move in general, maybe the giants just are going in a different direction. If I'm Saquon Barkley today, I'm crying because your number one guy that you were trying to, you know, Kind of you, you ran the ball well because they're worried about Odell Beckham Jr. also. And now everyone's gonna be focused on you. So I wonder what that the implications on him as well. It's not just the Browns implications. There's implications all over the he's place. He's so good, I don't even think he it really matters. Is. He's just gonna get so many more touches and he's gonna get so many more dumped out. Can you passes. carry the ball seventy times a game? Is it possible to do that? Is check down Eli gonna get him the ball a lot? You know he is, and we'll see how long Eli's the starter there. There's a lot again that we don't know what's going on with the Giants this upcoming year. And I just think Odell would have been a big distraction and again, in a, in a transition type of few years that the Giants are going to go into. But let's talk fantasy. Yes. Okay, great. Let's talk Odell Beckham in Cleveland. He has his college roommate, a college star next yes. to him, Jarvis Landry. Wow. I can't think of a, a tandem like this, like, since Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt. Right, yeah. I mean, I was trying to think this morning, even on the show, of of what you can compare to. I know Joe compared it this morning, and it's probably a good comparison, but it's going way back to the, the Marks brothers, having Duper and Clayton, and literally having two guys that are number one receivers on your team. There's not that many teams in this league, if any, that have anywhere even close to that. On top of it, you have Nick Chubb, who's a rising star, who I recommend being a keeper if you have a keeper league like you do. And then you got, believe it or not, you got Kareem Hunt, who we don't know what's going to go Lurking in on. the background. Lurking. Yes. Lurking is a great word. So what does this mean? Okay. Odell Beckham, uh, I don't think his value changes a whole lot. I think he's still going to be a second-round draft pick. That's where I have him. There's a little unknown. More balls are going to have to be spread. So, yeah. Uh does Jarvis Landry take a, a minor hit? He probably does due to getting less targets, and that's what fantasy is about. It's about targets. But something tells me Odell Beckham's targets are not going to change, 
and I think their tight end's wonderful, Njoku. Even Njoku, yeah. This could benefit him too, right? Who does it benefit yeah. the most? I'm setting it right up. Do the Baker Mayfield dance. This kid is not afraid. He had a great rookie year. Once they put him in, he did. He just took over the stage. He took over the city. And now, oh, we're giving you Odell Beckham. So the person who gets bumped up the most is Baker Mayfield. Where do I have him? Well, we're not going to go through rankings right now because so many things are going to change over the next few days. But if you're a Baker Mayfield fan and you're going to want to draft him, oh, it's good. It, the, the sky is the limit. If you're in a keeper league and you have Baker Mayfield and it's, it's a player that you could consider keeping, it's a very, very smart play. His future is very bright. Yeah, I mean, you have to think that Baker Mayfield will be the beneficiary of all of this because you look around the field, you look left, there's Odell, you look right, there's Jarvis Landry, Antonio Callaway's right there also, Njoku's sitting there on the line, and then you look behind you to see who's there, and it's either Nick Chubb or possibly Kareem Hunt at one point. Kareem Hunt was a top-five running back before he got kicked out of the league, basically, and if he comes back and he's reinstated, I have no idea the situation with that. He did something heinous, and he deserves all the punishment he's going to get, but eventually he will will be back in the NFL playing. That's why a team picked him up, and the Browns probably smart to do that, give him a lot, a, 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 no money at all, basically, I'm sure, and then have him on the team. But this is going to be a dangerous, dangerous offense. But then the flip side to that is, how could this blow up? How could this blow up in everyone's face? I just don't see the potential of that happening as long as Jarvis Landry now knows He's not the number one guy. He wanted to be the number one guy and get paid like the number one guy. He got paid, but now he takes a back seat to Odell Beckham Jr., who's a top two receiver, top three receiver in the NFL. If Jarvis stays the course, I don't see this thing blowing up, and I see, like you said, Baker Mayfield turning into a superstar very quickly in this league. If it was Antonio Brown going to Cleveland, I'd be worried about Jarvis Landry's ego. But it's his they're best buddies. Their best buddies. Yeah, yeah. This is all they've wanted to do together. If there's one place Odell Beckham might just fall in line a little bit is with his boy Jarvis. And they got uh, best hands in the oh, business, those unbelievable. two. Unbelievable. So overall, Odell Beckham uh, going with Baker Mayfield, in my opinion, is going to only boost his value. If you saw last year, Eli couldn't hit Odell. I know. It was a miss. It's sad. That's what it was. It was sad. Oh, and by the way, Beckham is, if you if anyone's forgetting how good he is, he's the best. He averaged 21 fantasy points per game when he plays. That's a, since, you know, since being a rookie. Yep, so, he is really good. And he's 26 years old. He turns 27 in November. I mean, he's a baby. I know he's been in the league, and I know he's a bit of a prima donna. His stats are going to be great. So, Summing up this whole thing, Odell Beckham, your value is maybe risen just a little bit. Okay. Jarvis Landry, you're going to get less targets, but you know if they double team Odell, Odell someone's going to be open. Bingo. You're right. You're right. Nick Chubb only helps you because everyone's got to look in. You know, every, the defense has to really. They're watch. not playing eight in the box against <laughs> this Cleveland team. You can't. So Nick yeah. Chubb is a, a little ping up, and uh, you know as we go around, as we go along in the season, we're going to, and especially leading up to our draft. You know our draft podcast. Oh, we're going to do some that's crazy when we'll do draft real. Podcasts. That's when we'll do real yeah, rankings. We have right. to see how these offensive lines turn out. There's a, still a ton to do, but just in general and fantasy, Odell Beckham, I like it. I yeah. like it for him. Now, Kareem Hunt. I just we'll, we'll stay on this subject for a second. Where does Kareem Hunt get drafted? Uh, you know, in t- this season, I know. You know, I remember last year in my league, he was somebody's keeper, obviously because he was first round potential, top five potential at one point. 
But now with this offense, with the, the it's kind of the LaShawn McCoy situation for last year to a point, except not as good because Kareem Hunt is a bet, better player at this point. But LaShawn McCoy, we didn't know before the season, the police stuff off the field. What do you do with him? If he's still there in the third, fourth, or fifth round, do you take a shot? I did. It didn't work out because he was just terrible, even though he played all season long. He was terrible. But Kareem Hunt, uh, I mean, Nick Chubb's the number one guy there right now. But if Kareem Hunt comes back, let's say by week eight, let's say he misses eight games a season, where do you draft a guy or take a chance, a flyer on a guy that could miss potentially four, eight, 10, 12 games during the season? Well, it depends if if we know his suspension before fantasy draft. Sure. That's, that's one. But I like your call. Eight to 10 games. Okay? What does that mean with Nick Chubb being there and who's going to establish himself? Man, Kareem Hunt's a real late pick. Yeah. Because at best case scenario, unless Nick Chubb gets hurt, of course, then you're at a... You're at a 60-40 split probably, Nick yeah, Chubb. Yep. So overall, I would say Kareem Hunt is a guy that I would stay away from, but we could address that down the road because sure. we, he might miss the whole year. You mean it's possible. It, sure, it, it could happen. NFL, you never if know. the NFL's taking a real stance on on what he did, then he might be gone for the whole year. So how it, many it, games did Ezekiel Elliott miss that year that he did not get, you know, he didn't go to jail. He got in trouble, but there was no police activity outside of it. He did not get arrested, did not get charged with anything. I think they're all on an individual basis, so we can't predict what sure. the NFL is going to do. But if he misses eight-plus games, he is a late flyer. That's at best case. Taking a chance just in case. Maybe if you're in a, a keeper or a dynasty and you want a late-round pick to maybe help out, maybe that'll do it. All right, so let's move on to another wide receiver. Uh, and this never happens when you see guys like this change teams like this. But Antonio Brown... Uh, worked his way out of Pittsburgh. A couple years back, and we'll talk about this in a second, they were the three Bs. It was Ben Roethlisberger. It was Le'Veon Bell, which we'll get to soon also. And it was Antonio Brown, one of the most dynamic and scary offenses in the league. And that Pittsburgh offensive line was good. They always had a decent tight end there. But that three B system is gone. It is now Ben Roethlisberger. It is Juju and it is James Conner. But Antonio Brown has moved to the Raiders. He's going to play with David Carr. Uh, or is it Derek Carr? It's Derek Carr, right? Yeah, yeah Derek David Carr. was One the first guys. pick who died. He was right. terrible, yeah. So Derek Carr. Um, wh- where's Antonio Brown? Does he change at all? He's not with Big Ben. Where is his ranking going to be? Is he still the number one guy wide receiver-wise in the NFL to pick fantasy-wise? So let's talk about that, obviously. But for everyone to know, Antonio Brown is, I believe, first or second all-time wide receivers in fantasy football, period. So when we're going back to the late 90s type of thing, Antonio Brown, in his short little stint of amazingness, is, I believe, even ahead of Randy Moss in terms of stats. So I want to basically say... We're talking about the number one overall fantasy wide receiver in the history of the NFL. That's crazy to say. That is what, that's how good he is. Wow. Everyone's sort of forgetting how great he is. Now, what he did last year, I think a punk move by not playing, it doesn't matter anymore. So what does this really mean? Well, my opinion is Antonio Brown takes a major hit, a major hit. What he was doing with Big Ben and what Big Ben, no one really gives Big Ben that much credit. Of course not. But he would put these balls out there in one-on-one, and he would just let Antonio Brown do his thing. But those throws were special, and it's not just simple just throwing it up. I do do not believe Derek Carr is as good as Big Ben. No, I don't think so either. Oh, my God, alert, fantasy alert. Right, no. Look at the big brains on me, right? Uh, (laughs) Derek Carr um, is good. He's a gunslinger. 
but he's not Big Ben. So right there, he takes a hit. So where Antonio Brown last year was going basically fifth through seventh overall. I'm taking a major hit. I got him going around 13 to 18. A lot of things are going to depend on that. Are they going to build anybody around them? Are In the draft, are they going to take a second wide receiver? Uh, who's going to really be the running back there? What kind of, you know, is the offensive line going to be strong? All these things matter. But I do know one thing. Gruden will get him the ball. They will, he will have the targets and he will get stats. So we're not dropping him crazy, but he's going to be a second round uh, fantasy wide receiver. He drops below some of the big guys like DeAndre Hopkins now. Um, because of the unknown. And what else does this trade do, Zach? This trade brings my greatest fantasy love. Juju. Boom. And I will always love Juju. You've loved this guy I, for a while. This is it. And yes. So know, he becomes like a number one guy now, huh? This Antonio uh, this Antonio Brown trade's about Juju for me. Okay, I know. It's all happened No, so I know that. You love Juju. I understand that. But he, here's the thing. I used to say this all the time about... Uh, guys who played on the other side of Jason Taylor. Jason Taylor would get 19 sacks in a season, and Adewale Gunley would have 18, or Trace Armstrong would have 14, or Cam Wake, when he first started, would have 12 or 14. You didn't know how good he was. Uh, Juju wasn't that guy. You think Juju could become the Jason Taylor? Could become Because there's going to be another guy that eats. Uh, you know, James Washington or one of these other guys in Pittsburgh, maybe they go out and get a Golden Tate or someone. Maybe they go out and sign somebody. I have no idea. But you think Juju even maybe possibly seeing double coverage will be that number one, that, that new Antonio Brown for this team? I love him. I just love I him. I mean, I I have, again, I'm not doing rankings right now. No, just, I know. I'm, I'm, I know. It's too early. But I, It's too early. But when the timeth cometh, it's going to end up being DeAndre Hopkins and Julio Jones, and then all of it, yeah, right there, right wow. there in that upper, wow. in that upper, upper tier. You know, it's going to be Juju, where he, I'm going to pass him over Mike Evans, like players like that. I love him. His talent is real. We've all watched it. It's, um, it's all happening for wow. him. Wow, that's interesting. So, yes, I, of course, we have to wait and let's see who they build around him. But the big winner of this Antonio Brown trade is. Juju, because I've been waiting for this, and I've told you last a few months ago that all I'm going to talk about is Juju, and then this happens. So, no, I think he's good enough to take on the number one corners. Is that what you're asking me? Yes, basically. Or or, or the double teams, because Antonio Brown saw it, but but you saw what he did even when that was happening. A lot of the times when Antonio Brown, he would have a cornerback underneath, and he would have they'd literally have a safety just following him in the back, and he would be double teamed a lot. And he what he did with that, he scored 15 touchdowns and caught 100 balls and did that. And Juju's season last year was ridiculous. He was a number one receiver last year, but I tend to think that maybe it was because Antonio Brown was on the other side of him. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah, when he's got 99-yard touchdowns and 88-yard touchdowns, you know, when he's breaking one step left and then pulling back right and going about 60 straight yards for a touchdown, I don't know how much that has to do with Antonio Brown. Sure. Right. No, I know you understand my point. Yes. The talent is there, and he's got the right quarterback to get him the ball. The guy who has the balls to throw the ball, he's not thinking about interceptions, he's going to get him the ball. Juju, we're going to be talking a lot about him over the next course of our whole lives. All right, right so let me put you on the spot right here. You have the second-round pick. Let's say you're in a 10- or 12-team league. You're the third or fourth pick in that second round. You need a wide receiver. Two guys are on the board, Antonio Brown or Juju. The nose picks who? First off, slow golf clap. Really well done by putting me on the spot and and finishing this topic. And didn't tell you about it beforehand, yes. Right now? 
Yes. I'm taking Juju. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right now. That's a great nose now, pick right this there. This might wow. change, but the, there's I, I got to see a rapport between sure, Carr sure. and Brown. And Brown's a little crazy. He is. Right. No, that's right. Right. So, and he's not the most accurate guy in the world. A couple of years ago, he was in the MVP conversation because that Oakland team was ridiculous. about Carr. Yeah. Yes, Carr. Yeah. That's what I mean. And then he broke his leg. And and I, I think it was Connor Shaw that ended the season for the Raiders that year. And they were supposed to be the Super Bowl. You know, oh, this is the team that's going to beat the Patriots. He gets hurt. The whole season goes to bleep. And you know what happens from there. But that's interesting that you said that because I think a lot of people would go into that number 16 pick overall in their draft. In the first round, they picked, you know, whoever it was. They got David Johnson in the first round. They're wrapping around that second-round pick. And Antonio Brown and Juju are on the board. I think you're in the minority. You might be smarter at this point, but I think just the name Antonio Brown, it's it's like you go to check off the box of what you want to eat, and it's steak or chicken or whatever. You're going to click steak because it's just steak. Antonio Brown, to me, on paper, is still that steak guy. Well, when you are in Vegas and you're looking at a sports game or you're going to gamble and you look at a game and all of America's like, oh, my God, the Packers are only favored by three or whatever it uh-huh. is, and everyone's just throwing their money on it. You go it, the other way. You go the other way. Okay. okay, listen, that's why, you know, there's certain people who are not good in fantasy because they go for the comfortable name. Sure, sure. And they're not prepared to see what's going to happen in the future. So, there you have it. The nose prepares you for the future. We have another big one right now. We do. All right, so... Well, I'm excited about this one. Okay, so listen. So, we've talked about uh, Odell Beckham and that Browns offense a little bit and what that's going to do for all the guys there. Chubb, the running backs, everybody. Antonio Brown, the Juju uh, the Juju effect, the James Conner effect, because now their running back is no longer even on that team anymore. That is Le'Veon Bell, who just signed a deal basically at like the middle of the night with the New York Jets. He signed with Adam Gase, and now he's going to be in that Jets offense. What does Le'Veon Bell do for you in that Jets offense? Where does he kind of, and we're not doing rankings, but where does he go now? The, the way to really go through this is where would you draft a guy? And that where would you draft Le'Veon Bell now in that Jets system with Adam Gase? Um, the quarterback is going to be Sam Darnold. The number one wide receiver out there is going to be Robbie Anderson, right? He's still on that team. And they just signed Jamison Crowder, I believe, also. Chris Herndon is the tight end out there. So they have plenty of weapons, I guess you could say, for Adam Gase, but Le'Veon Bell now, the bell cow guy, no pun intended there, he's the guy now for Adam Gase. Where does he kind of go now in a nose draft, and what do you think the numbers are going to be for this guy in that Jets offense? Friends, in my Jim Nance voice, friends, let me tell you something. Le'Veon Bell is the wild card of all wild cards for your already. For already, I'm just telling you this, for fantasy what is it, 2019? Is that That's what right, okay. yes. Oh, wow, 2019. I don't even know the year. Yeah. He is the unicorn. He is whatever the right word is. He is it. He is the question mark. What is Le'Veon going to Bell do? Coming off a whole year not playing, apparently gaining weight. I'm sure he could get in good shape by then. I'm we not saw aware. him in the strip club pictures. We saw him in the club pictures down here in Miami. Great food down here. I'm sure gained a little weight. I'm only guessing he'll be in great shape when it comes to OCA. Right, I'm not playing camp. that yes. game right now. Me he's either, got. Yes. He, he got paid. He, he accomplished his goal. So here's the question. Where does he go in fantasy drafts? And my answer to you right now is I have no Wow, clue. stump the nose. No, not stump wow. the nose. Not to stump the nose. I got to be a little cocky. No, it's good. No, I know. I, that was it's good because idea. we need to see sure. everything that happens around okay. him. Okay. Now, let, let's just see the, the fallout of this. No, obviously. Listen, I'm a huge Le'Veon Bell fan. I would take him one or two a few times over the last four or five years. There's nobody more dynamic running-wise. Let's talk about it, though. 
Sam Darnold, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect for him to get pressure off of him. How's that offensive line going to turn out? And what are the weapons going to be like on the outside? I happen to love their young wide receiver core. And a person like Robbie Anderson now, he might be a player to look at a little bit more because, again, Le'Veon Bell changes the entire offense. There's going to be one-on-one coverage on those outsides because they're going to be playing more players on the line. And so I think the whole offense is going to be obviously a lot better. So Adam Gaze has got himself a great little situation. In terms of where he's going to go, you know, for right now, he's still a first-round draft pick. Yeah, should be, right? Okay. Um, Is he a top-five pick? Uh, He very might well be. Would I take him over a David Johnson right now? You're you're damn right. You're damn right. Would I be a lot more excited about Le'Veon Bell if he was in the Houston offense, which I thought he should have belonged with, you know, say Hopkins and Watson? Wow. That would have been, okay, uh, he's in the argument of a top three. But we have to see what goes on. The beauty of this is that, you know, we're going to be doing our podcast throughout the offseason. Sure. We're going to see things happen. Yep. Um, How are the Jets going to build that offensive line? And how are they going to feed him the ball? We don't know yet, but we're going to learn a little bit about it. And so overall, if I had to say right now, yeah, I got Le'Veon Bell. Probably still in my top five, but around five. You know, sure. I still have the the bigger dogs. We'll have to see what Gurley's knee's about. It's another subject for another yeah, time. Yeah, it's another whole podcast we'll talk, by itself. A sure. whole other podcast, yeah. but, you know, there's a limited amount of players that have Bell's ability. And um, the running back is still going to be the king. And that's another conversation where we're going to get into the fun stuff of, do I take Pat Mahomes or do I take, you know, Saquon Barkley? Sure, yeah. And yeah, the answer is going to be Saquon Barkley, by the way. So there's yes, your tease. Yes, yeah, so, you know, Le'Veon Bell is not going to be, you know, he, Saquon Barkley will be ahead of him, that type of thing. You know, Christian McCaffrey is going to be ahead of him. But Le'Veon Bell is going to be right there. Yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see how he's using that Jets offense and how many catches he has out of the backfield. That's a huge thing in fantasy if you're in a PPR league or a half PPR league because a guy like that could have 80 yards rushing and also have 85 yards receiving and seven catches and have a touchdown here or there. And as you had mentioned, uh, Jimmy Connor. Yeah, not Connors, not the tennis player, but anybody named James is Jimmy to me. The running back in Pittsburgh, who we all watched. Yeah, what happens there with him now? Because we saw what happened when he was the number one guy last year, and he was a number one guy. He's the... I'll tell you where he goes in fantasy drafts. I already know. If you're in a 10 or 12-person league, he's going around 10 or 12. That's right where he's going to go, and that's where he's going to belong. You know, do you take him, or do you take, like, a... You know, a Freeman out of Atlanta um, with maybe Tevin Coleman now going. You know, Devontae's coming off that injury. So sure. those are the type of decisions that we're going to get really down and dirty with. But now Connor is, in my opinion, a late first, early round, sec- you know, early second round sure. consideration. So that's a huge move for him. So two running backs out of this could possibly be in the first round. So there's a lot to look at. It's amazing what happens when just a couple players are, are switching teams and how that kind of changes everything. Uh, when Le'Veon Bell goes to the Jets, James Conner now is number one without a doubt in Pittsburgh. Juju becomes the number one without a doubt when Antonio Brown leaves. What happens to the Giant offense? Is there anything in the Giant offense right now? Because we talked about Beckham Jr. leaving. Uh, Evan Ingram had a decent season last year, especially at the end when Odell wasn't playing. Sterling Shepard, is he a number one guy? And what does that do for Saquon Barkley? Since we're sticking with those three main guys moving teams and all the parts around that, and that's what kind of we we went with this emergency podcast today. Uh, what happens with a Saquon, a Sterling Shepard, um, an Eli Manning, which if you have him on your team and you're not in the two-quarterback league, you could 
join my league anytime you want. And uh, and the, the Evan Ingram effect. Like, what happens with that Giants offense? Okay, now? let's talk quickly. Saquon Barkley is going to be a top three pick. Okay. Again, we'll talk about... Potential number one overall? 100%. Okay. I mean, eyes of right now, I have him number one. Right now. Todd Gurley would be number one, but there is something Gotta going on there. find out what's going on with and him. And yep. we're, we're not there yet. Um, Christian McCaffrey won people a lot of fantasy leagues. You know who I'm talking about out there. If you were in a PPR league and you had Christian McCaffrey, I mean, Oof. you won fantasy yeah, leagues. Yeah, you I won, did. I yeah. won fantasy leagues. Yeah. Okay. So you have those two guys, you know. Yeah, I mean, Barkley's going to probably be the number one pick overall. You know, it, it gets personal preference. Do they have a better offensive line this upcoming year? Are they going to do free, you know, sign free agents? Are they going to draft an offensive tackle to help these guys? Maybe, maybe not. We don't know yet. But as we're progressing into it, Barkley has an amazing fallout to all of this because he's just going to get more touches. Does, does Shepard, can he be a number one guy? Yes. Okay. But... He could be a number one guy, but on a he's bad got, offense. Yeah, but he's got like he's got a ceiling. You yeah. know, he could be good. I the just, roof is. A he's ceiling not going to just him, be yeah. like Devontae Adams from Green Bay out of nowhere because he's the only guy there. No, Devontae Adams is a heck of a talent and has Aaron Rodgers. Sterling, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> you. You won. Sterling Shepard's going to be a nice pick. He's going to be a value player. That's what you get from him. And Evan Ingram, um, I happen to love his talent. He needs to stay on the field, and he needs to show that he's doing a little better. Um, but overall. I would like to see where he he's probably going to be a top five uh, wide receiver if he, again, but he can't stay healthy. That's no, not, that's yeah. the problem also. And Evan Ingram at the end of the season last year uh, made a little bit of a jump. You know, this is a guy that's a very athletic tight end. Uh, expected a lot more out of him than you really got. Does he have potential to be uh, with a Saquon Barkley now in the backfield as the number one guy with a bullet for the Giants? Maybe a Shepard, maybe you know another random one or two guy. Maybe like I said before, like a Golden Tate goes to the Giants and and becomes their number two guy. Could Evan Ingram be that tight end? He's not in the mix like like we we talk about with like a Kelsey or Zach Ertz. Like that's forget about it. even in the Gronk category. Get those guys out of the way. Those are your your top guys. Where does Evan Ingram now rank? Does he go up a little bit? Does he go down a little bit? He still has Eli Manning Bingo. throwing him the ball. Unless Haskins gets drafted and by week three Eli gets benched. But even with that said, that's a rookie quarterback too. Where does does Ingram factor in this at all? You just answered your own okay. question. You sure did. It all depends about on the quarterback. Okay, play. he has the ability to if if he's not lazy because he is a bit of a lazy uh, a route runner. They've been saying so. But if he gets focused. Evan Ingram, and it, and they could get him the ball, he could be great. But my opinion is, if you watch last year, Eli could not get Odell the ball. He was late on his throws. It was a disaster. So it all depends on the quarterback play. And it seems like they're going to do the right thing, draft a quarterback, and then let Eli have his one last year to mentor somebody. So it might not be this year. But um, Evan Ingram is a player to look out for sure. Okay. All right. So that's our little emergency podcast uh, for now. We're going to be coming back the next couple weeks and probably at this point now just going through to the football season doing podcasts, maybe a week or two off here or there if, if Nose is taking a European vacation with his wife or something like that, or if I'm having an emergency, you know, diaper change in my house on a while, you know, to, before taping with my son. One of those two things happened that obviously we won't be here, but there's so much to talk about now. The draft is coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, at the 
end of April. So that's going to be huge to see what happens there. The Kyler Murray stuff, we'll have to get into that at some point. What do you do with that? And the other quarterbacks with the Haskins, like we just talked about, or anyone else. And I don't even know if any like top-flight offensive guys are going in this draft outside of quarterbacks that you really need to worry about right away. But we're going to get into all that uh, as we go along. Corporate has told us they need more podcasts out of us. We will give you more podcasts. The people want something. We need to deliver to the people. So that's why I took the nose out of semi-retirement right now. Got him out of the house. He's no not with the kids today. The wife gave him the morning off. I'm very happy that you're here. But now we're here every week for a while, so we're locked in. So I appreciate you coming in on, on a kind of a day for you. Thank you. Yeah, there's always football going on. All always. Right? Always. And we get the fix back, which is good for both of us because we're both struggling. You know, listen, if it gets a little slow, I'll just start giving my recommendations of the best restaurants in possibly South Florida, you know? Possible new podcast right. coming up soon. Because God knows the nose loves to eat. Oh, oh, the nose loves to eat, and you already know that Zach loves to eat also. Zach and the nose do. Maybe Zach and the nose do location podcast at this point from our favorite restaurants. We'll talk to Big Lenny, Lenny the boss man, and we'll see uh, what's up with that. All right, so that is our podcast for today. Uh, it should be posted soon, and, and obviously iTunes, Google Play, WQAM.com. Make sure you're downloading the podcast. Give us a little bit of love. If you could leave some feedback for us, that'd be great. Also, any negative feedback, just you write it on my Twitter. You don't have to actually put it in the uh, where the five stars or four star stuff is there because uh, really I'll just delete it and then I really won't be happy with you anyway. Uh, no shout outs this week because we haven't done a podcast in a while. Shout out to the corporate and to Lenny, the boss, for, for making us come back into the studio today. Shout out to the nose for coming in today as well. We talked about the wide receiver changes. We talked about the running back changes. We'll get into everything and more next week as well. Maybe some things happen today that we have to come back and do an emergency podcast over the weekend. Best part about having Zach on the Nose podcast, you never know when you're going to get one of these things. Ever. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Peace. It's Zach and the Nose. Spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.